How are we doing today? Oh, I got to release the kids, don't I? Uh, junior hires, go ahead and follow the bald man and the beautiful lady out. <laughs> so how are we doing to get today now that we got rid of the kids? Better? <laughs> oh my. All right, today's going to be fun. Um, now that Jake has left, we can talk about him. Um, no, uh, we just got back, uh, Jeremiah and Jake and Kurt and I all, uh, which is kind of crazy. Kurt, you're sitting on the wrong side. Uh, <laughs> uh, you did. <laughs> um, but uh, we just got back from uh, a, a trip down to South Carolina. We went to a leadership conference and uh, had a good time. It was kind of uh, interesting to see. Um, a, a large church, the church we went to, it was, I don't know how many, what did they say, 60-some thousand, you got a bu- a, some buzzing up here in the background, just to let you know, 60-some thousand people make up the, this church, not in one building, but they have like different campuses and everything, but uh, you could definitely see that it was, uh, it was different than our, our church, um, which uh, I, I think that we all kind of came to the same conclusion that, yeah, we want our church to grow, but I mean, to be a huge, gigantic thing where everybody gets lost, nah, nah, I don't, I don't want to see that. I want to be able to, to see everybody's face and, and uh, know who it is, uh, whose life I'm, I'm speaking into. Um, it kind of goes along with what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to be in Luke, Luke chapter 5, if you guys want to roll there real quick. Um, uh, talking about um, just getting into um, doing life and, and getting, uh, I'm going to use the, the, the I word that some people don't like and they take it the wrong way, but getting intimate with, with one another. Because I, I think as we read through Scripture, a theme that we can see, um, especially in the Gospels, especially when we, it, when we look at the teaching of Jesus, um, we see a, a theme of intimacy. Um, Jesus is very intimate when, when he comes and he uh, uh, takes the time to, to teach uh, we know by, um, uh, by last week that uh, Jesus said that his purpose was uh, not just to, to come um, and uh, not, not just to be in authority, but come to preach uh, the kingdom of God. Uh, we've seen that in, what was it, verse um, 43 of chapter 4. I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns as well, for I was sent for this purpose. Well, right after he says that, uh, the, um, the, the good doctor here, uh, Dr. Luke, goes on to tell us about another occasion. Um, what I want us to, to kind of get our heads wrapped around again, get us back into the, the, the mode of uh, what, what we're doing here, why we need to be here, and, and the, the focus, is, it goes kind of with, with uh, well, not kind of, it goes right with what Dan prayed about. And I love asking people like, like Dan to, to pray impromptu uh, because you really hear what, um, I believe, you hear how God's uh, speaking not only to him, but he wants us to speak to us. Because I think that a lot of times what we need to to understand is when we come in here, it is a sanctuary, it is a room, but when we come in here, um, that we, we need to understand that we need to put things aside. Just, just lay things down. There's, are there burdens that, that we are bearing in our lives? Absolutely. Do we care about them? You better believe it. I'm not saying that I don't want to hear about your mess. No, 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 no. What I want you, or what I, what I am saying is I want you to hear from God. I don't want you just focusing on the bad things that are taking place in your life right now. Uh, I want you to hear from God and then uh, filter, okay, the situation in which I'm in. How is God speaking into that situation? 
Because God speaks to us. I'm clear, or I'm confident of that, that God speaks to us primarily through his word and by primarily teaching us learning about it. So, if you have a Bible, I hope you do, Luke chapter 5. And we're continuing on, I think we're week 16 or 17 or something like that in our series here on Luke. And we've got about 40 five more to go. Actually, if we only went 45 more, we'd probably only get to about chapter 13. So it's a lot more than that in, in the book of Luke. You guys enjoying the book of Luke? Yeah? Good. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I love... Um, I love being the messenger and being the orator of what, what God, how God's speaking to people. Uh, how, uh, we're, as we're learning, um, we're seeing lives changed and transformed. Uh, too many times what, what happens is we fail to kind of just look around us and see what God is doing. Because a lot of times what we do is we try to look for the big, major, massive things going on. When what we need to do is just... Trust him for the, 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 or be faithful in the small things and trust that he's doing the big things in the background. Um, so, on a little rant, we'll go. Luke chapter 5, verse 1, it says, on one occasion, okay, well, here, this is, this is uh, just uh, Dr. Luke giving an example or giving us a, a story about an event that took place. Um, did it take place right after um, the verse or chapter 4 here, like right after uh, Jesus tells them that uh, he's going to go preach a good news? Um, it, it could have, but it also could have, have uh, taken place uh, at another time. But what it does indicate to us is that it took place. And what Dr. Luke is doing is he's giving us a, a, a certain um, event in history. He's given us a certainty because he's got, uh, there, there's a lot more to, behind the scenes that he wants to communicate. So my plan is to get through chapter 5, or I'm sorry, verses 1 through 11, and probably going to break this up into two uh, messages like we did last, the last couple weeks, because there's a lot here. So he says, on one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him, him being Oh, man, you guys got to wake up. I, I should do what the, there, there's a guy, one of the speakers down in, uh, uh, that we went to, and, and, and I won't say his name because it was, I don't want to like make fun of him, but I'm going to make fun of him without saying his name, so I don't know if that's talking behind his back or not. But um, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was very um, charismatic, yeah. So he would, in that, when, when I just asked that question about, uh, you know, who was him, and you guys went, Jesus. He would say, okay, slap your friend and say Jesus, is what he would, would he not, right? Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. But, but we need to have a little bit, a little bit more, um, a little bit more, more pep in our step here, because we are talking about Jesus. And last time I checked, I know it's going to be, I might not want to say it's too loud, he's still alive. So just saying, um, no, we good? Good, yeah. good yeah, woo! So who is him? Jesus. Woo! There we go. There we go. Love it. So <laughs> the, the the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear the word of God, um, and and it says that he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. Uh, don't don't kind of get confused there. What we need to understand is uh, the lake of Gennesaret, same same body of water as the Sea of Galilee. Uh, depending upon um, position where you're at on the land, uh, has a, they have a tendency of calling the same body body of water a, a little bit different. It's I think it's kind of akin to, and maybe some of you are going to like, no, it's not. But
but it's kind of akin to parts of Berlin are called Deer Creek, but still Berlin. Um, here, it's the same Sea of Galilee, but the, where they're, they're, they are standing geographically um, is in this, uh, this area which would, they would uh, view or, or call the Sea of Galilee, the, the Lake of uh, Gennesaret. Um, and John, I think they also call, he also call it uh, Tiberias, uh, Sea of Tiberias. Same body of water, though. So what... Um, it, does that have any you know, major point or, or, or uh, implication for the story? Not really, but it just, uh, it, it under, we understand where all this is taking place. It's taking place by the sea. Um, as it says it, that, that, that uh, um, they were pressing on him to hear the word, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the lake, which is a good place for boats, right? Um, not, not like here, we got a boat sitting out in the parking lot. Um, that, that's funny. Who, who's noticed the boat sitting out by the dumpster? What boat? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're going to take the boat and put it in Bobby's front yard and say, what boat? <laughs> um, and the, he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, uh, he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and they filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, and do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. All right, so in this text, I, I think the, the reason I kept on reading there, because I, I want us to, to get the, 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 the full picture here, but we're going to back up and we're really, um, for, for the intensive purposes for the next uh, 20, 25 minutes or so, we're going to focus on like verses 1 through 3. Because I, I think as we, we hear the, the, the story and we see that the outcome that has taken place, uh, we see that, that, that um, Jesus, when he, he, he comes to this lake, the outcome of why he came to the lake was ultimately to, to commission his, his, uh, his disciples here. But there's other things that took place along the way. If we look back there, and, and as, we were, uh, as we identified that Jesus, was, he was standing by the lake uh, of Gennesaret, or he was standing by the, the Sea of Galilee, the, the people were pressing in on him. Now, w this pressing in on him was not just like a, a crowd gathered. Like, they're eagerly going after Jesus, not in a negative way, but they want to get as close as they can to Jesus. And it's interesting to me, and I, I'm sure that you guys are thinking the same things, of why they wanted to get close to Jesus. Why did they want to get close to Jesus? Anybody? Why did they want to get close to Jesus? Here, here you're, you're allowed to cheat. Look back here and look, look at what it says. They were pressing in on him 
to hear the word of God. So the reason they wanted to get close to Jesus is they wanted to hear the word of God. Now, when we, when we see that, if our, our minds automatically, well, for most of us, uh, they, they have a tendency to just go to a thought, okay, Jesus was um, reading from the scrolls of Isaiah, like uh, he did a little bit ago. Um, so we're, we're thinking that, okay, Jesus is reading the Bible, and people just want to come and hear it. Well, Understanding that, that this word of God that, that, he, that is uh, being spoken of here is not necessarily the written word of God as if he was standing there with his, his scroll unrolled un, un, uh, and reading from it. This can better be understood as they wanted to come here. They're pressing in on him because he, he, they wanted to hear the words from God. Now, we, we see this, and, and as we understand today, as we have this, we have, and I'm trying to draw or, or paint a little bit of a picture here and make a little bit of a line here for us, but we do have the word from God in the word of God. What we have to understand is Jesus is, as John says, is the word of God. So when they were coming to, to hear from Jesus, they, in their mind, they, they, they were pressing in on him because they wanted to hear from God. Now, I, I stress that because that's the, that's the desire of my heart for us. Like the reason we come together, I want, my, my desire is for us all to have this one spirit, this one heart, this one mind. Like, we're coming together because we want to hear a word from God today. Not just we're coming to hear great music or to, to see our, 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 our friends and be social butterflies. Those are all perks from it. But we're coming together and we're going to press in to hear a word from God. Because it's only the word from God that is going to change the outcome of your eternity and my eternity. It's only the word from God that is never going to fail. We get a lot of words from a lot of people in our lives. But the word that we have a tendency to overlook is the word that's most important. It's the word from God. And like we talked about last week, not all of those words from God are the words that we want to hear but they're the words in which we need to hear. And there's something different about the power and the authority of Jesus when he speaks and he, and, and he uh, communicates the, 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 the kingdom of God, the purpose and the plan of God, where it, when it penetrates into our souls, it changes things. Uh, Hebrews 4 says that the, the, the word of God is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It, it, it divides the, 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 the joint and the marrow. But at the end of that, it, it says it discerns the thoughts and the intentions of our hearts. When we come together and we're hearing from God, it, it must. If, if it's not, you're not hearing the word. But it must discern the thoughts and the intentions of your heart. Why do you do what you do? Why do you live like you live? How do you, or whatever. Every aspect has to be filtered through the, the word of God. And that's what depicts, determines, how about this, steers our life. Here the people, they knew this. They, they, they had this desire, this hunger. that they, they knew that they, they needed to hear the word of God. So to hear the word of God, they, they were pretty smart if you think about it. They pressed into the word of God. 
And he, here's, I, I love Jesus' reaction to it, this all. Because it goes on to say, okay, he saw the boats. He saw these two boats that were, were standing there. And he got into one of the boats. But not only did he just get into one of the boats, he said, okay, push, hey, Peter, push me out a little bit, a little bit f- away from the, uh, the, the, the land here. Not too far, just push me out a little bit. And, and, and next week we'll talk a little bit about why it was Peter's boat. I think there's importance to that. Not this week, though. But he says, push me out into, into the water a little bit. And now, this is significant. If any of you have been out in a boat on a lake or swimming in a lake um, with the crocodiles and the snakes and stuff like that and ooey-gooey stuff, um, I won't swim in a lake, can't see the bottom, won't get in it. Uh, so don't ever ask me to, hey, I want you to baptize me in the river. N- not going to happen. Um, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get one of the other guys to do it. So, um, but uh, if you've been out in, in, a, in a body of water like that in a boat or something, you know that, 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 that sound travels better over the, the, the water. Now, and hear this. So, so Jesus, he went out into this lake. He said, put me out in here. So... Um, I look at this as there, there was two reasons why Jesus wanted um, the, the, the disciples or Peter at this time to put, push him out into the lake or take him out into the lake a little bit so he can better facilitate and better communicate to this crowd. We don't know how big this crowd was. This was it could have been a, 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 a large number. Regardless, Jesus thought it was important that everybody in the crowd needed to hear so he took the, the, the measures that was needed to say, okay, I'm going to get in a boat and I'm going to go out here so that everybody can hear me. But on the flip side here, I, I think also, which is kind of cool that I never really thought about until uh, this week as I was preparing for this, not only could the people hear Jesus better, Jesus could hear the people better. It, when it says here that when Jesus went out there, it, it, I believe that it wasn't just so Jesus could hear, or I'm sorry, that, that Jesus could speak and the people could hear. I'm convinced also that it was because Jesus wanted to hear what the people had to say as well. In the same sense, um, we need to be speaking to Jesus because he wants to hear what we have to say. Don't think that he's uh, just pushed off on out into the, 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 the proverbial lake where he's separated from us and all we do is we just hear, 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 hear. No, he wants to hear from us as well. And he positions himself in a way in which that he can hear from you clearly. He wants to be away from all the distraction. He wants to be away from all that noise so he can laser focus in on what it is you're saying, the problems in which you, you have, the things you're in which you're dealing with. Another thing that's interesting to me is that as he was pushed out into this lake um, and, and he took up position in the lake, he did not stand and teach. It says that he sat in the boat and taught the people. Now, what's the big deal? Well, maybe Jesus had bad equilibrium and he was going to fall over into the water. Well, think about that. If Jesus would have fallen over into the water, it would have kind of been like, poof. Then he would have stepped up on the water and it continued, right? <laughs> but I, I, I'm thinking it was, no, it had nothing to do with that. It was he wanted to show um, one that he was entering into. He was coming, hear me, he was wanting to enter into this intimate conversation with these people. Was it uh, the tradition of the rabbis to sit down and teach? Absolutely. 
It was. But I think it goes beyond that. It shows what, what Jesus came to do. Jesus came, it says his purpose was to preach the good news of the kingdom of God. He didn't want to just stand there and just bark the orders. He wanted to sit down and engage the people. As, I'm, uh, as we're you know, working through all this and, and I'm kind of just thinking about all the things that have taken place, I, I, I envision um, this little boy that's in the crowd. This little boy that's in the crowd and, and you know, he, he gets there. He's part of the ones that are pressing in on, on, on Jesus to, to hear um, the, the, the word from God. He, he's pressing in and then all of a sudden uh, Jesus goes out into to the water. And, and at first I'm thinking, because the little boy probably doesn't know everything that's going on. He, he's, he's like, man, I came to hear. I wanted to hear, I mean, this guy, I hear that he's been doing a lot of things and he, he, he speaks the word from God, but now I got here and he's gone. He's leaving. Well, in that, in that moment of disappointment, because I'm sure that there was no motor on the boat, um, even though Peter probably was making noises. Maybe, I don't know. But uh, it probably took a little bit to get out to where Jesus wanted him to you know, throw the anchor and, and to, to be. So I, I envision, this is, and this is totally conjecture on my part. This is not in the Bible. This is what, how I, I, I see this. Because I think that there's a lot of times what we do is we don't put the feeling into the word in which we need to understand that God speaks to us. Here, here's something to, to think about. Um, the feelings in which we have are not from the devil. Like the devil didn't uh, invent feelings. So you're allowed to have feelings that go along with fact and it's okay. Now, when feelings are what controls everything, that's when we have a problem. But if it guides us to deeper relationship with Christ, man, we got we, we to gotta embrace that. So I, I see this little boy. He comes in. He's, he's looking. He's saying, okay, man, I, I, I came to hear him, and he's, he's leaving. Man, I, I, I got up out of bed this morning. I put on my best clothes. I came to church because I wanted to hear from him. And Jesus doesn't seem that he just kind of is drifting away. A lot of people are like that little boy sometimes. Now I'm saying a lot of times, I'm saying sometimes. Where you go and you're like, I'm going to go meet with Jesus, but so much other stuff is going on. So much noise from the crowd, so many, uh, as Dan said, the burdens that are weighing us down. We just, we get there and we're, the first thing that happens is we see something that doesn't line up in our, 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 our mindset or our perspective, and we think the negative happens or is taking place. So Jesus' back is to the people, and he's just drifting away. And the little boy's like, dang, I missed him. We don't need to go there. Don't let our minds automatically, when something negative happens, think that, 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 that or I should say, when something happens, it doesn't line up with our way of thinking, that it's negative. Because what's happening is maybe Jesus is just positioning himself um, better in, his, in your life to speak to you. So you can hear him better. Maybe he wants to get you out of a crowd. And I've had that conversation with some of you here about the, the, the friends and, the, and the, even family that um, weigh you down. Where you're trying to be a good disciple of Christ. You're trying to, to learn uh, and walk. But what's happening is the people that are surrounding you are just, it, the noise is overtaking you. The, 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 the people that are surrounding you are not good, positive influences. What they're doing is they're just making you get lost in the crowd, and, and you can't hear from Jesus. 
And in turn, you think that he can't hear from you. Well, I, I don't want us to be that way. I, I don't want us to be the little boy as he, show, as he shows up to this, this scene here, seeing Jesus go away like, dang, all right, all right and turn around and, and, and leave. I want us to endure. That's a, that's, a, that's a Bible word. It's not a word in which we use a lot today, but it's a Bible word. We need to endure and understand that Jesus does want to speak into our lives. Maybe he's, like I say, he's going out to position himself better to speak into your life. What you got to do is you got to sit down and, and listen. Just like Jesus went out and he sat down to, to teach, a lot of times what we need to do is we need to shut up and sit down and listen. I know it's not politically correct, but it, it, it is positionally correct. Too many times we try to go blah, 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 and, and speak more and try to justify the situation we're in instead of just shutting up and listen to what God has to say. If Jesus is going to take the time to sit down and teach, we need to take the time to sit down and listen. I, 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 if you don't hear anything else that I, that I say today, that is, that is an important factor in your growth and uh, your walk with Christ. Don't act like you got it all figured out. Don't act like that, 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 well, I know, I can name every book in the Bible in order. So I'm, I'm good. It doesn't matter. You can name something, but you know it. Well, I can do this. You could just start naming things off or listing things off, like why you're such a good person or why God would love you more or what, why people should look to you. Well, at the end of the day, okay, that's good. That's good growth. Instead of trying to impress God, just take a chill pill. Is that more politically correct? Take a chill pill. Chill out. Chillax. That's a, that's a term, right? Is that still in? Chillax. Well, the young kids are in here, so we're all like, yeah, absolutely. It's rad. It's groovy. Whatever. Um, bodacious. <laughs> but just relax. A lot of you had the, 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 uh, the 80s flashback, right? My 80s flashback, I will not say because it will embarrass my dad. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I remember. I'm going to say it anyways. Short coach's shorts, long tube socks. Greg, you were there too? Oh, he still owns them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Out. Get out. Get out. All right. Do we, can we have an exorcism? <laughs> but, yeah, so... What we need to do is we need to chill out. We need to relax. We need to shut up and listen to what God is saying. If he's going to take the time to sit down and teach us, take the time to sit down and listen to him. Okay, Lee, you keep saying, I got it. I want to do that. How do I do that? Well, he gave us this book. Oh, here we go. I knew we were going to get there. I got to read my Bible more. Yeah, you got to read your Bible more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm not that good at reading my Bible. And I, okay, here's the deal. So um, that has been something that has been plaguing me for a while. Uh, hearing people say that I'm not a good reader or I, I, I can't um, focus enough on or, or whatever. I mean, I'm not going to give you all the excuses. You guys come up with your own, whatever. So that is something that has been, it's been weighing on me for quite some time now. And I... I, I, I've used the, uh, the, the response, well, if you're not a good reader, listen to it, okay? There's plenty of apps out there you can listen to the Bible, which is totally legit, uh, because here's the deal. Uh, the, the, the overwhelming majority of, of, of the early church, 
Um, that's how they read the Bible, because most of them couldn't read. So the, the hearing the word of God, it says faith comes by hearing, and hearing from the words or through the words of Christ. Well, hearing the word of God is the essential outcome is what we're looking for. We want to hear from God. So if you hear that by putting in your, your little fake Bible on your phone, um, it's not fake, it's real, I'm just joking. If you want to say, push play, and it reads to you, fine. But we need to implant that word into us. So I, I've said that. And, and, and I've even went to, uh, I've had the pushback, well, I still don't, I don't, I don't grasp all of these big, like I can li- listen to or even read a whole book of the Bible, or even let's just say a chapter of the Bible, and I don't get it. I don't really get the story. You, you stand up there on Sunday, and you talk about how all the, the Bible all points to Jesus. I don't get that story, and I get that. I mean, it, it, takes, it takes time, but I think about, as I was thinking about that, I came across a, uh, um, a resource where when I came across it, I know Shelly said that was giddy about it, um, because it, it, this is, and you guys are going to think I've lost my mind even more, but I, I, I came across this, this book, and I'm not here promoting any type of book. That, that, that was one of what the guy did down there, too. It was awesome. Not really. Um, the, the, here's this book. Now, it's, it's the story, or the Jesus Storybook Bible. This is not a Bible as if, like, we're going to teach theology out of this book, okay? This is a, 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 a book, that in its subtitle is, Every Story Whispers His Name. This is a book that I have, that I read with Gabe, and we go through this, and it's, it's, it's awesome, because not only is this physical book, there's another uh, electronic book that goes with this, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, but this book takes major stories of the Bible. It's kind of like like the Action Bible that, that Greg likes to use on on uh, on Wednesday night. But it, it, it's even more—I don't want to say dumbed down because it's not dumbed down. It's even more palatable for for the individuals. Um, and now here, don't check out, like, I don't have any kids, so I'm not even going to worry about this. No, 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 listen to me, L- listen to me, listen to me. Just because this looks like it's a, a, a kid's book, and it is a kid's book, really, um, you're a big kid, I'm a big kid, doesn't mean that we can't, we can't use the tools in which we've been given. Um, th- this book here, as um, you, you, you read through it, the, the stories, they're like two to three pages long, each story. And in each story, what it does, it gives at the beginning of the story. Here, here I just open it up, and I'm in a story called Get Ready. In this story, it says Get Ready. It, it covers Nehemiah chapter 8 through 10, Malachi 1, 3, and 4, and Ezra 7. It gives the references to the story of the Bible, but then it goes in simplistic form, tells about this story. Like you're going to read this to a child. But it doesn't only give a brief, a brief synopsis of, of the story. It doesn't only give you just a, a little taste of what the story says. It, it, it ties the story into how this is either foreshadowing Christ or is a picture of him or shows him in the New Testament, whatever it may be. Why am I so giddy about this right here? Well, because um, I, I'm, 
I'm not sick of, and I'm not saying that like sick, like I'm going to puke, but I, I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt or tiresome of people saying, I just don't get it. I want to help you get it. I want to, let's do whatever is, is necessary to, to get the, the, the total package deal. I understand that from the beginning of the Bible to the end, so from uh, Genesis to uh, Revelation, it's all about Jesus. Every part is about Jesus. So when we hear um, the, the people were pressing in on Jesus to hear the word from God, we can understand that even if we're reading in the Old Testament, and I know that, that, that some of you say, well, I don't get the Old Testament, or I, I don't read it because it just doesn't make sense. Even in the Old Testament, and I would really, I, I would argue that even more in the Old Testament, we see Jesus even clearer in the stories in which uh, that, that, that um, God has given to us. All Scripture, that's what Paul says, all Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable. So what I want to do is I want to give everybody a, a tool um, for the cost of $10, uh, <laughs> because that's what the, the books were. We, we, we're not making any money off the church. Is not You look on the back, they're originally like $17.99 in the USA. Um, we found a really good deal on them. We got 20 books. Um, one has been sold. Uh, Gabe already bought, he bought the first one. I want to be the first one to buy one. So he broke his, his piggy bank and gave me a whole handful of quarters. Uh, not, no, he didn't. He didn't really. We, we made him uh, rake uh, dog poop in the yard to get $10. Um, <laughs> no, no he, got, he got Christmas money or something. He gave us two crisp $5 bills. Uh, but uh, 10 bucks for this book. And like I said, we only have 20. If we run out of them, uh, we'll get more. But even if you don't have a child at home, and, and I want to make this for everybody in here. Like, there is no, let's, let's get over ourselves. I don't care if you've been a Christian for five minutes or 50 years or whatever in between. Um, if you struggle in an area and you want to do better, why not use tools to hear and to help you understand God's word? Now, if you do read this as an adult, I would highly recommend at the preface of each story, the text in which it says that it goes over, read that. Because then you will understand the total, better understand the total picture in that. And another, another caveat is don't, don't let this be a replacement to the reading of God's word either. Let it be an enhancement. If you got kids, read it to your kids. If you don't have kids, read it to your dog. Read it to your, no, I can say that, other dog. Um, but, but, but use it. Uh, I, there, there is an electronic version of this. If you are, are like me and you like the electronic version, if you are um, an Android dark side person, whatever, um, <laughs> You can get it on Amazon, the electronic book, and you can get the audio book with it. Uh, it's, I don't know what the price is, like $20-some dollars or whatever. Or if you're on, you know, on Jesus' side with Apple, um, if you have an iPad or an iPhone, uh, you just go to iBooks, and you can actually buy the book, and it comes with the, uh, the audio. And um, it's actually a pretty cool voice. Who remembers the, the, the movie back in the day, Milo and Otis? The little pug dog and the cat. It's that guy is the, the, the narrator of it. He's the guy that's actually reading the, the, the book. So it's, it's pretty cool. Kind of brings back memories. Um, but anywho, it's a tool. 
If you want to use part of that tool, then um, as usual, see Shelly afterwards. So I, I wanted to throw that out there because I, I, I want us to understand when Jesus uh, sat down to teach, he met the people where they're at. And, and I don't ever want us to get into this mindset that... It, the things of God are way too lofty for me to even understand. Are the things of God, is my, God's mind great and, 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 and infinite? Absolutely. But he has communicated to us in a way that we can know everything that we need to know about salvation and holy living. He's communicated that to us. So whatever we have to do to understand that better, if it takes using a, a book like that, that, that that's fine. But I don't want it to stop there. I, I want us to, to, to understand and, and to press into our relationships with each other too. Because as I started out today, um, this intimacy that, that, that Jesus displays for us is not just an intimacy from God. This is an intimacy that we need to have as a, a collective group, as a body, as a family. Because if we're going to, to, to work and to grow together, um, when, when the little boy comes to the, uh, the, the side of the, the sea and everybody's pressing in and Jesus is going off and he's all bummed, no, there needs to be uh, the, the big brother or the big sister or whoever standing there and say, no, 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 wait, wait, buddy, just, just, just relax. He's not going anywhere. He's staying with us and encouraging them or him or her along the way. I don't want it to, us to ever think that we're just on the beach by ourselves and, and no, one's, no one's there. Will God speak to us um, individually and personally as if we are special uh, in his eyes? You better believe it. But he wants us to be in community together. And I think that's just one certainty that we can see in this that, 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 Paul, or that uh, uh, Dr. Luke gives us is that you matter to God. No, no matter if you're in a crowd or not, he's going to do what it takes to speak into your life. Let's pray. <clears throat> Our Father God, as we uh, uh, close up, as we get ready to um, enter into uh, the time of, of praise and worship, as we get ready to enter into uh, the, the time of giving of our, of our tithes and offering, um, and, and God, as we just... Uh, have come together and we've set everything aside. My, my prayer is that as we go out, like, like Dan already uh, said, we don't pick the burdens back up um, and, and carry them by our, our ourselves. God, you say to, to, to lay our burdens at your feet and take up your yoke. God, I, I ask that um, as we've just heard a, a few things from your word and how you do want to speak into the, our, our lives and you care about us and you've given us different types of resources that, that point back to you and back to the truth of your word. God, my, my, my prayer is that, that we, 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 we shut up, sit down, and we listen to you. And God, that, that we encourage one another to sit and listen because you're sitting and teaching us. God, we love you. Lord, we want to celebrate uh, your life. Uh, God, we want to celebrate um, you, the, the, the joy that's within inside of us because of what you've done. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and life. And no one comes to the Father but by you. And it's our job to show everybody and to point everybody to you, Jesus, the word. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Let's stand. <clears throat>